Welcome to A Canadian Investing in the U.S., a podcast and YouTube channel focused on Canadians buying real estate with host Glenn Sutherland. Welcome to another episode of A Canadian Investing in the U.S. This week, my guest is Kyle Rogers. Uh, Kyle, thanks for coming on the show. Um, let's start by uh, giving everybody an intro to who you are, what you do, and then we'll jump right into it. Heck yeah. Thanks so much for having me on, Glenn. I'm pumped. Yeah. So my name's Kyle Rogers. I am the founder of BotFox, and we're a community of real estate investors that do deals virtually all around the U.S., kind of like you guys are doing. Yeah. Um, and the reason I'm in my Jeep right now is because I actually travel full-time with my wife and my two daughters. I travel all across the world. Right now, we're in a Class A motorhome with a, towing this Jeep behind it, traveling all around the U.S. And we're in this park here in St. Pete. I've actually got the, the bay right here behind me. It's, it's a great office. But I'm able to live this travel adventure lifestyle while doing deals virtually all over the U.S., all over the world, because um, I, I use Facebook groups, free advertising in Facebook groups. It's a, it's a, uh, not a lot of people know the secret. Because there's a lot of groups out there that you can post in, and there's tens of thousands of people within these Facebook groups. You're posting in them, you're getting direct to seller, and it's it's great. We're able to find the sellers and the buyers using this method. It's awesome. It's awesome. I actually find all kinds of deals in Facebook, but I'm betting you're doing something a little bit different than me. But let's uh, let's tell me what you do. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. So I've been in the real estate investing world for four years now. And when I got, when I first joined, I got my YouTube education and I'm like, this is it. This is extremely exciting. I can't even believe that I can make, you know, 10, 20, $30,000 on a deal yeah. without actually doing the, the flip myself. I don't need a, I don't need money. I don't need to risk my own credit. I can just go jump into this. So uh, I was working for DirecTV. I've been in sales and direct marketing for a decade now, and a lot of that was with DirecTV. I was number seven top commission-based salesperson with them in the nation, in the whole nation, and they hired me on to help build commission-based teams for them. But I got to the point where I'm like, I'm tired of being a top player in this organization, and I'm, I'm having a hard time even breaking $30,000 a year. I'm like, I should be making six figures. I'm management position, you know, uh, but I was teaching people how to go door to door, how to cold call, how to go to events and just hustle for this $100 to $150 commission. I'm like, there has to be something better. Yeah. So I'm like, what can I sell that's going to pay more than anything else out there? And real estate. But I was never interested in the, the agent aspect of it, the retail side. I didn't right. want to be a broker. I didn't want to be an agent. I was immediately drawn to the investing side. And at first, I was like watching these videos and stuff. I'm thinking, is this even legal? <laughs> you know, this is crazy. Yeah. It must be some kind of gray area or something. And, and I also had this thought, I'm like, you know, if this is so good, then why isn't everybody doing it? And my family would ask me this, too. It's so good. Why isn't everybody doing it? And I'm like, you know, I don't care. I've never been one to listen to my family and, and friends when they doubted my entrepreneur lifestyle. So I decided to burn the boat. I quit my job. I jumped full on into it and started 
uh, just started doing what I can to wholesale. And I was kind of floundering around for a bit. Just, uh, you know, I got my YouTube education. I was trying things here and there, like cold calling, just finding off-market properties, making offers. Uh, But I didn't have a ton of success at first. I was kind of uh, just hitting a wall. And I I immediately realized within my first couple months in, I'm like, I need a mentor. I need to find somebody that I can really be taken under their wings and learn the ins and outs. Yeah. So I found this this uh, flipper out of Provo, Utah, and he was doing flips all over Utah. He's also doing virtual flips over in Portland and in North Idaho and Washington. So I called him up and I, I, I asked if I could be an acquisition manager. I'm like, look, would you be okay paying me a $600 a week draw? And that will come out of my future commission. My commission will just be whatever profit that we that we make the market. And I'll just hustle, hustle for you and be an acquisition manager. And he was down. He said, yes. Cool. And I just went down Google randomly calling people to just to pitch this job <laughs> that, <laughs> that I was going to work with them. And he finally said yes. And, and he decided to spend a bunch of money on courses for me to watch. Um, he said direct mail is where it's at. That's, that's, where, that's where people are making money. Yeah. So he, he was all about that and he ended up spending $10,000 a month on this direct mail campaign, which ultimately came out of my paycheck, right? Yeah. Because that kid that cut into the profitability of the market. So $10,000 a month on direct mail for four months straight and guess how many deals we got out of it. I'm guessing low. <laughs> yeah. Zero. <laughs> Not a single one out after $40,000 spent over a four month period. I was devastated. I was just uh, at the end of it. I, I was like, look, I'm working 80 hour a week. This cut into anything that I would have made. And I'm making less than minimum wage here. I was sitting there with my head, in my hands, just done, ready to walk away forever. Yeah. Just over it. But luckily I was able to break even because I did find a couple deals that paid for the marketing is a little bit better than break even. I had some money that I put in my pocket less than minimum wage I was making, but at least I didn't owe this guy thousands of dollars on the marketing he just spent. Yeah. But then a light bulb went off. I'm like, you know what? If I was able to get a couple deals from Facebook groups with minimal effort, most of my effort was going into cold calling, direct mail, and all this other stuff. What if I put 100% focus in that? And that's all I did. So I kind of moved away from the old school methods and I focused on entirely on this method. When I did that, everything changed for me. It's like the floodgates opened and it's like this faucet that I can turn on, get leads, get to the point to where it's overwhelming and then turn it off when I need to on demand. Because Facebook groups, they're incredible. You know, they're, they're free. Yeah. You get access to tens of thousands of, of members. You post in there, you get more reach than you would a Facebook page. And um, it's, it kicks, kicks ass of any paid ad campaign that I've ever done. It's done so much better. So is there so a certain kind of group to... you're sort of, tar- sorry to cut you off. Um, is there a certain kind of no, group you're, you're cutting, you're, you're going for? Cause you're not going to be wanting to necessarily go for the real estate groups, right? Because they're, or I could be wrong. I'm thinking you might be going for something else because you're looking for buyers or, or sellers. Sorry. You're looking for sellers of properties, right? Yeah. So we actually do both ends of the deal. Yeah. So we will we'll find the sellers, direct the seller leads, and yep. we also find the buyers. 
So I purposely avoid real estate groups like the plate. We're not hitting real estate investor groups. We're not hitting uh, real estate marketplace groups because you're just going to find other wholesalers and other agents in there. And, and uh, JV opportunities are a dime a dozen. So no, I'm more interested in getting direct to seller. So we're hitting, uh, we're hitting up local community-based groups like bulletin board groups, just local community groups, sale groups, stuff like that. Think of what we post just like a digital bandit sign in these local community-based groups. Some of them have 50,000 members. Yep. You know, so you do a post in there, you might get 50 comments on just one post. Yep. Yeah. In fact, we've had, we've had members get several, uh, a couple different deals on a single post. One post I get a couple deals from. I've helped several investors make multiple six figures within just a couple of months with Facebook groups alone. So it's an extremely powerful method. When I was when I was able to do that, I collapsed time, and I took my goal of traveling the world, which was far out into the future, and I told my wife, "Look, I figured it out. We can do this. We're doing it virtually. It's not costing us any money to advertise. Let's." Let's sell everything we own, fit the rest of what we have into backpacks, fly over to Europe and live over there for six months straight. That's what we did. So uh, we are living in Rome, Croatia, Prague, the Czech Republic. I love the the Czech Republic. (laughs) I love the Czech Republic. It's one of my favorite places over there. I've been to a whole bunch of them too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. (laughs) Yeah, it's just the buildings. They're just uh, old Gothic you know, medieval buildings and, and it's just like the, the cultures. It's the so culture is so good. Medieval. And it's everyone goes yeah. out and there's like all so many little pubs. Anyway, we're going way off track. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, it's awesome. That's what I'm passionate about, you know, being able to, to have not just financial freedom, but also time freedom and location independence. You know, not being tied down to one market. You can go anywhere you want. And that's the beauty of it. So being like a basically a virtual wholesaler you do focus on like a certain markets then or do you still sort of scatter all over the place and because you'd have to build a new list for every location right for for your buyers list right yeah so so we kind of go everywhere we'll focus on two or three markets at a time um like right now we're focusing on uh kind of just all over florida texas especially the dfw area and then also Southern Utah are some of the places that, that we're focusing on right now. And yeah, I, I have complete confidence to drop into an area that we have no buyers, no team, no boots on the ground, and that I can put all that stuff together within just a few days and get deals done. Is there a reason you picked those markets? Is there like a, a something that, that drew you to those? Absolutely. So, um, if you look at what's happening in California and also New York, you know, you have this mass exodus. Yeah. You have so many people just fleeing, right? And where are they going? Texas. Florida, Texas, <laughs> yeah. Utah, yeah. Colorado, North Idaho. They're kind of scattering all over, but the, a lot of them are going towards specifically these markets. So there's a huge flood for specifically those markets. So you have all of these people moving in from the northern states. They're trying to flee. And, um, you know, it's, it's just going to continue to grow, continue to get better. Those markets are on fire. And um, especially in Florida, you've got the cost of properties super low. 
compared to the rents that you can do, especially for short-term rentals. I mean, your rents are super high in Florida where the property uh, prices are crazy low for what it is, what that market is. Yeah. So if you're so you're, you're picking new markets all the time, if you're starting a new market, would you go to get your buyers list first or your sellers, find your sellers first or find boots on the ground first? Like what, what's the most important part? Like is you always hear find the deal and you find the, the, the buyers will show up. Is that kind of the, the mentality or do you need the boots on the ground or do you hire that out? Like, I'm just curious. No, that's a great question. So um, for, for finding a buyer, buyer's list, we don't really mess with that. If we're going into a new market, I don't worry about that. That to me, that's going to slow me down. First, I didn't want to post. I want to see if the groups are good. I want to see if it gets response and I can actually get lead flow. And it's my belief that especially in this market, if you find a deal, then you're going to have buyers coming out of the woodwork. You're going to have buyers just flooding to you. So I do things a little bit differently than some people teach. We find the deal first and then we build the cash buyers list around them. Deal. And also boots on the ground. There's many times where we don't use boots. The end buyers are boots. The, the seller is even our boots. The seller, we, we get pictures from them. We'll straight ask them, you yeah. know, do, do you have any pictures? Do, do you have video that you can send me? I'm, I'm uh, out of state. I have a local buyer or I have a local buying partner and he'll go to the house. You'll be able to meet him and, and, and shake hands and stuff like that. But, you know, since I'm out of state, would you mind sending me some pictures? That's why I kind of want to see what it looks like. And you just make it super nonchalant. You say before sending them over there, before we actually take time to go see a property, we like to know that uh, that is real, that that it's serious. So if we can get some pictures to look at beforehand, before we put time into actually coming out and meeting you. So you get your pictures from your seller. Do do some of these sellers think this is like a scam just because you're not local? Are they comfortable with uh, doing this, uh, you know, some of the virtual documents, like, uh, are they all, are they, is do you get uh, pushback on that? A little bit. So um, once in a while, you are going to run into somebody that, that has those reservations. Yeah. Right. But if you have lead flow and you're not just depending on one deal and you have several in the works, you're going to get deals. Gotcha. Right. So, so this is, this is something that we do. We have a couple different tactics. I say, look, we're using a, a local buying partner. You will be able to meet our partner. He's going to go to the house. You can go check it out. You'll be able to, uh, to meet him and, and, uh, and things like that. And we also use a local title company. So everything's going through a local company. You, you see that it's, uh, it's the actual Florida, like for Florida, for example, they have their own purchase agreement, Florida state purchase agreement. I'm like, this is a official Florida state purchase agreement you get from an agent. We're using, we're using a uh, Hanaway title, uh, which is right up the street from where you're at. You know, so this, this is legit. We're not asking you for any money. In fact, we're going to be putting up money. We're putting a, a deposit. So we're putting the money up. It's all going through the title company. So that's how you know it's legit. And the biggest thing is um, just it's as big of a deal as you make it, as it's in your head. You know, people in this, in this world, especially a, a post-COVID world, are getting more used to Zoom calls, are getting more used to dealing with things virtually. Yeah, it's true. And some people even prefer it. So uh, people definitely warmed up to that more. And uh, the other thing is just understanding that you are going to lose points. You are going to lose rapport if you don't sit down in with the seller and you don't go to the house. 
Absolutely. But the thing is, is that does not outweigh volume. So if somebody, if you have a competitor that goes to that seller's house and meets them face to face, they're going to have more rapport than you can build on the phone. Yeah. But the thing is, is if you're going out to every single property and you're driving hours and hours each week, you, you could burn half your week going out to seeing these properties. How many more offers could have you, could you have made in that same amount of time? Opportunity. Dozens, yeah. dozens potentially. So that's, that little bit of advantage you get by meeting them face to face does not outweigh the volume that you're losing in the offers that you could be making. That makes a lot of sense. At the start of this interview, I wrote down that you're some of these deals you're making 30 K on. So on a 30 K wholesale deal, do you double close those? Yeah, definitely <laughs> on deals where, where they're going to be a bigger chunk. You want to double close. Um, it's going to cost you a bit more. It's going to eat into your profit, but, um, this there's is a reputation driven <laughs> yeah. business. Yeah. There's more profit yeah. too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, yeah, exactly. And it's a reputation driven business. So if they see on the HUD that you, you ended up getting that fat assignment fee and they go on and blow you up all over the internet on rip off reports on, on Google all over. I mean, that's, that's going to hurt you more than anything else. So spend a little extra money to double close if you're getting that big of an assignment. Cool. So when you double close, you actually have to show up with the money to close this at the, at the end, do you use your own money? Do you use like a gap funder? How do you, how do you build up that? So my end buyer is the, the one that's going to take care of all that stuff. And for any time that I need to come up with funds, mm -hmm. uh, we do have access to private money. And um, there's even recently we started to take down deals ourselves. So instead of wholesaling everything, we're actually starting to build our own portfolio. And uh, there's a wonderful hard money lending company called Lending Home. Yeah. And they rock. They're like 8% to 12%, depending on your experience level and your credit. Um, but I mean, even if you don't have experience, they have programs where you can go to like 9 or 10% uh, on that hard money. And they'll cover everything up to 80% of the purchase price and 100% of the rehab. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, I think this is my last question I got on here. You started where you're basically working for somebody. Would you recommend that strategy to to somebody else, or would you recommend doing the, the sort of style you're doing now? So definitely find a mentor first thing. And if you can't afford a mentor, go work for a mentor. You You cannot figure this out on your own. You have to have a mentor. That's something I found out very quickly in this industry, made all the difference in the world. I still, to this day, surround myself by mentors. I have coaches. I'm in masterminds. I'm in inner circles. I am hungry for information constantly because I recognize it as a way to collapse time, to shorten the learning curve, because I'm going to be spending something. If I'm not spending money on, on courses and coaching, I'm spending time to learn and that time that it takes to learn it on my own is way more expensive than if I was to put up some money to be in somebody's coaching program. Makes a lot of sense. Kyle, a lot of good information. If people wanted to track you down, where do they find you on the internet? Where do they, where do they get in contact with you? Yeah, absolutely. So we have a group of 6,400 real estate investors. A lot of them Ooh. are already doing deals. A lot of them are super seasoned. 
Uh, and the, the group is called Group Marketing Real Estate Investing Leads. And I know it's a long name, but you know exactly what the group's about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> group Marketing Real Estate Investing, and you'll find it. And uh, I'll also give you a link. Uh, I'll message you a link so you can put it uh, put it on wherever you uh, this this is streaming. But um, yeah. the if you go over there, it's a great community where we're constantly giving out freebies. We're giving out free training. We're doing workshops. We're doing summits. And then every single week, I'm bringing on different experts and doing uh, doing interviews across all different subjects in real estate investing. So you can get a whole education in that group without spending a dime. And that's a good place to start. That's awesome. Yeah, send me the link. I'll throw it in the show notes. Um, one thing just dawned on me. Off the start, did you say something about bot, using bots to do this for Facebook? Or is I'm going crazy? <laughs> so that's that's the name of my company is BotFox. And ah, I know it kind of sounds yeah. like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it kind of it it sounds like... Uh, like bots or software, yeah. Um, but no, we're just a we're just okay. a community, and it just has kind of a unique name. Okay, so, no, so I what just, our community just is head, all about. Yeah. <laughs> go get cool, go ahead. Yeah, what it, so what we're driven by, what we focus on, is building commission-based teams, people that will come on and use their own Facebook account to post on your behalf, and they're going to be posting in groups for you, kind of like virtual bird dogs, and they're going to be qualifying the leads and keeping you booked. So I have a done with you program where I actually help you recruit and I, I train your team every single week. So I'm recruiting uh, people on your team every single week. I'm training people on your team every single week. They're going out, they're producing uh, deal or leads for you and you're able to keep a book calendar and close those leads. And it's also done in an inner circle setting. So uh, you get to learn from me and you get to learn from the other members within that program. Awesome. Cool. <laughs> that's so that's very unique I, I like it i like it cool thank you so much for coming on the show kyle i this was awesome i really appreciate your time yeah yeah thanks so much glenn i i appreciate it a lot of fun and i look forward to connecting with you some more sounds great thanks <laughs>